the school is out. Which means it's time for Hi Kids. Good afternoon and welcome to the Hi Kids show on 101.9 Hi FM. Thank you for choosing Hi Kids on Hi FM. My name is Michelle Fan and I'm 10 years old. And I'll be hosting for you today. This is Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. Coming up on Hakis today, Rabbi Pink with me in studio today so he can ask me the question, so he can tell you the question for the songs. Alright, good afternoon, Rabbi Cat. I mean, uh, Pink. <laughs> Sorry. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm sure you've all heard about this really amazing uh, psalm initiative that is going across Johannesburg. Yeah. So, the way it works, in case anyone hasn't heard about it very quickly, is every single day during the month of Elul, lead up to Rosh Hashanah, yeah. we are trying to get as many Jewish children across Johannesburg to say some extra psalms every single day. Um, and there's a custom which initiated from a Baal Shem Tov, who was the founder of the Hasidic movement, yeah. that each day you do your psalm according to your age, which means you're 10 years old, so yeah. you do the psalm for being for psalm number oh, 11. Yeah. Right? So every single day, and we've tried to give out to as many of the schools as possible little books, um, with the Psalms in that you can easily say it in Hebrew and in English. Yeah. And you know what? Even if you're in a rush and you don't have time to do your whole Psalm, there's Psalm number 117 is only two lines long. So even if you're in a rush, that's a really yeah. good one to say. Yeah. So what you do then is you send a WhatsApp with your name and your school to a number, which I'll tell you at the end. Yeah. And then every single day there's a raffle for each school. So, for example, King David Linksfield has a raffle. Uh, just yeah. for King David Linksfield that day, Tar Academy has one. Just for Tar Academy that day. So each day, each school has a raffle, yeah. and we let the school know the winners, and they then give out the prizes. Okay, so will you please tell us the question for our Yes, time? so the question for this week, the weekly question is, how many chapters are there in the entire book of Psalms? How many Psalms are there in the entire book of Psalms? Yeah, all right, you heard that, kids. The question is, say that again. How many psalms are there in the entire book of psalms? Okay, remember that. You can send your answers now to 34519 or 061-895-1019. And you could be our lucky winner for the, for the psalm quiz question. Get ready for a very interesting and jam-packed show on Hackets today. You're listening to High Kids on 101.9 High FM. This is High Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Michelle Fine and I'm your host for today. Well, Rabbi, Robert, sorry, um, cancelled, so instead we're doing it with Rabbi Pink since he's still here. But I want to introduce the tongue twister for today. It is non nas not nurses nursing nasly. I repeat, non nas not nurses nursing nasly. A bit later, I'll count how many times you can say the tongue twister in ten seconds. I also have a general knowledge question to challenge your thinking. Here it is: Who wrote the South African national anthem? So send your answers to three four five one nine or telegram to oh six one eight nine five one oh one nine. I have Rabbi Pink with me in studio. If you have any questions for him, you can send them to three four five one nine or oh six one eight nine five one oh one nine and I'm sure he'd be delighted to answer them. Good afternoon, Rabbi Pink. Hello again. Hello. <laughs> so we're going to ask um, some questions for the first half about Elul and Rosh Hashanah. 
Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. As long as I'm not about being a firefighter, I'm good. <laughs> okay, let's start. What is Rosh Hashanah? So, Rosh Hashanah is the Jewish New Year. Um, now, generally when we think of a Jewish New Year, maybe you think of a party or yeah. something like that. But on Rosh Hashanah in the Jewish tradition, it's a time where God decides and he judges what's going to be for the coming year. Yeah, so like Hashem basically chooses what's going to come. That's right. So it, he's going to decide, you know, how how our year which is going to come up, how good it should be. Yeah. And we have the opportunity to go to shul and to pray to God and say, oh. hey, God. Listen up, this is, you know, this is something which I really would like for this coming year. This is something which I've not had so much of this past year and I'd really like. And we are told that on Rosh Hashanah, God listens to our prayers. Mm, that's very interesting. <laughs> when do we celebrate Rosh Hashanah? So Rosh Hashanah is celebrated on the first and the second day of Tishrei, which this year falls out at the end of this month. So the first day Rosh Hashanah is on the 30th of September and the second day is on the 1st of October. Hmm. That's very soon, actually. It is. It's very, very soon. What do you do on Rosh Hashanah, and why do we do it? So, so there's so many different things we do on Rosh Hashanah, but we'll start with some of the basics. So, first of all, traditionally, obviously, we go to shul, yeah. we go to the synagogue, and we pray. Now, there's one main mitzvah on Rosh Hashanah, and that's the mitzvah on each of the days, and that is to hear the shofar being blown. Yes. Um, so each day is its own separate mitzvah. So you'll hear on the first day Rosh Hashanah and on the second day Rosh Hashanah. And that is the main thing. Everything else is important, but that is the most important part of Rosh Hashanah. Yeah, that's very important. Yeah. Why is it important to celebrate? Why is it important to celebrate Rosh Hashanah? Yeah. So there's, again, lots of different reasons. But we think about it, it's really a bit like being thankful. If we look back at the past year and we see all the good things that God has given us. You're going to and thank Hashem. We're going to say thank you. And and obviously also we're going to sort of say request a renewal. We're going to say, hey, God, thank you for everything you gave yeah. us. Thank you for the great school I have, for the, the roof I have over the head, the fact that I, you know, have food to eat. All these things, obviously we want to say thank you for them. And yeah. Obviously we want to ask God, hey, please, please give them to me again n next yeah. year. Black, yeah. <laughs> what is a chauffeur? What is a shofar? So a shofar is a horn of an animal. Now, specifically, it means it's a kosher animal. Yeah. Um, and basically, it is made, it has to be certain animals we can use, certain animals we can't use. Mm -hmm. um, and it has to be a horn which is able to be made hollow. So you're sort of talking most of the bucks, um, kudu. But specifically on Rosh Hashanah, we try and use a ram's horn. Uh -huh. um, and we blow the, we blow the shofar. Um, there's a hundred blasts on each day that we listen to. And the reason we listen to the shofar is, well, there's, again, lots of different reasons. But I'll tell you a story which will help us understand it a little bit. Mm -hmm. So once upon a time, there was a king and a queen. And they lived in this beautiful big palace. And one day they had a baby. And they had one baby. And this was a boy. And this boy grew up to be the prince. And obviously he could have whatever he wanted. His mum and dad were the king and queen. And whatever he asked for, he always got. And eventually he got a bit older. He finished school. And he said to his dad, the king, he said, Dad, I'd really like to go and see the world. I want to go visit different countries. So dad said, sure, no problem. Took out a big bag of gold coins and says, here you go, my son. Off you go. So he took himself off to the dock. He got on a ship and he started traveling. After about five years, he decided, you know what? I'm actually missing my family. Time to go back home. Goes back on a ship gets back to his hometown, yeah. travels to the palace, 
arrives at the palace gates and he says, hey, I'm home, let me in. And the guard said, sorry, who are you? We don't know who you are. And he's like, but I'm the prince. Now, the problem is, since he had left home, they'd got new guards on the palace gates. They didn't know who he was and they didn't want to let him in. That started getting dark and cold and then it started to rain and he was getting really, really aggravated. He's like, this is my house, I want to get in. And eventually he started to cry and he was crying really, really, really loud. And his dad, the king, was lying in his big bed and he hears this crying and he's like, hmm, I see the recognize that. He goes to the window, opens it a little bit and as soon as he opens the window, he hears her crying properly. He's like, I know exactly who that is. That's my son. So he runs downstairs in his pajamas, tells the guards at the gate, guards let him in and the prince is reunited with his parents, the king and the queen. And Rosh Hashanah is a bit like that. On Rosh Hashanah, sometimes we're good at going to shul. Sometimes we're not so good at going to shul. Sometimes we can think of a mitzvah we could have done better. When it comes to Rosh Hashanah, we blow the shofar. We're calling up to God. and We're saying, hey, God, it's us. We're in shul. We're praying to you. Please take our prayers. So it's a way of getting God to remember us on Rosh Hashanah. Mm. And that's sort of very like, because he was like the... The prince, he was like crying, and that hurt, and that made him like the father here. And then, if when we blow the shofar, Hashem hears it. That's right. Okay, that's very interesting. What foods do we eat during Rosh Hashanah? What foods do we eat? So everyone traditionally knows about the idea of an apple dipped in honey. Yeah. Um, And then other people, there's other customs. For example, some people have a fish head on the table. Um, some Sephardic people have a, have a, uh, a ram's head even on their table. Um, but again, it's pretty much anything sweet. Uh, the idea is sweet. We want a sweet New Year. So there's all different dishes which people make which are very, very sweet and full of sugar and honey and, and all those things. And delicious. <laughs> and and th- that's the traditional food that we eat on Rosh Hashanah. Mm, that's very interesting, actually. And very yummy. Yeah. <laughs> what is Elul and why is the month, well, sort of the most important month of the Jewish calendar. So Elul is a month which is before Rosh Hashanah, and really it's a month of preparation. So it's a bit like if you know you have a big exam coming up in school. Yeah. The weeks before, you're going to be studying for it. You're going to be working towards it. Or if you have a some sort of production, you're going to be practicing for it. Yeah. So Rosh Hashanah really is that time. It's that time where we can sit and look at everything that we did the past year and think, how can I do it better for next year? How can I prepare myself for Rosh Hashanah so when I go and ask God for whatever I want to ask him for Rosh Hashanah, I know what I'm asking for and I'm prepared for it. Not that I'm walking into shul and I'm totally unprepared and I've not really thought about anything I've done. So that's why it's such an important month because it gives us an opportunity to reflect, to look back, to say, hey, this month, this year, sorry, has been, has been, you know, good here, not so good there, better in different places. And that way we can really think about how we can make ourselves better and obviously by making ourselves better we're going to make the world better yeah what do we do in Elul what do we do in Elul so apart from what everything I just said we also listen to the Shofar so every single day in Elul apart from on Shabbat and apart from on Erev Rosh Hashanah we listen to the shofar being blown. Not the whole hundred blasts like we listen to the shofar. It's also important to remember that during the month of Elul, it's only a custom to hear the shofar, and it doesn't take away from hearing the shofar on Rosh Hashanah. So even if you hear it now during this month, you still have to hear it again on Rosh Hashanah. Yeah. Um, and that's really to um, wake us up and to remind us that Rosh Hashanah is coming. 
And then, depending if you're a Sephardic, then they do it the entire month. Then Ashkenaz um, do it just the week before. We do extra prayers in the morning. The men go to shul mm-hmm. earlier and we do something called slichot, which are extra prayers, again, preparing ourselves for Rosh Hashanah. Mm. Do we read the Torah during Rosh Hashanah? We certainly do read the Torah and Rosh Hashanah. We read the Torah both days of Rosh Hashanah. Um, and we read two different Torah readings. Um, the first Torah reading is a story about Abraham and Sarah, how um, the angels came and promised Sarah that she would have a baby, um, and then talks about the birth of Isaac and the fact that he had a Brit Milah when mm-hmm. he was eight days old. Um, and the second day talks about what is known as Akedah Siedchak, which was the test that God gave to Abraham, and he told him to take Isaac as, up as a sacrifice. Now, he didn't want him to actually hurt Isaac. It was a test. And when um, when he was about to bring him up as a sacrifice, he an, a, an angel called out from heaven to say, "Hey, leave him alone! Don't don't touch him! Don't hurt him!" And that's uh, what we read on the second day of Rosh Hashanah. Oh, that was all very interesting. Let's take a quick song break, and we will be back soon. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. This is Hi Kids for Kids. Kids. My name is Michelle Fad, and you are still listening to the Hi Kids Show on 101.9 Hi FM. Now let's carry on with the questions. We are going to ask you about luck. How luck, what's luck, how it's being a rabbi and, you know. Okay. Were you religious growing up? I was, yes. I was very privileged to be born into a religious family. Yeah. So I was always religious growing up. Um, my parents were religious. My siblings were religious. Yeah. Oh. What shul do you go to, and is it your own shul? So I go to Chabad of Greenstone. Um, is it my own shul? All shuls are really Hashem's shuls. Yeah. But I'm a rabbi there. Yes. Oh, okay. How many years have you been a rabbi? So I have been a rabbi for twelve years now. That's a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a family? I do. I have a family, and I think they're listening now. Even um, <laughs> I nice. have, I have six children. Can I know her? That's a not a children, but that's <laughs> nice. <laughs> What's the best part of your job? What's the best part of my job? The best part of my job is being able to help people. Mm, um, yeah, that's. There's all nice. sorts of times where people need help. Sometimes, unfortunately, it's not such good things, but sometimes it's good things, and just being yeah. able to. Be able to help them and to make their lives easier, to make their lives better. That's definitely the best part of the yeah, job. Yeah, that sounds like the best part. What's the worst part of your job? Worst part of my job is, unfortunately, when people have sad times in their lives and, you know, comforting them in these sad times. That's uh, obviously, yeah. you know, a hard a hard part of the job. Yeah. Have you ever been interviewed by a kid before? So I was. I have been on the Chai Kids show before. Um, mm, that's nice. A couple, mm-hmm. uh, probably two years ago, maybe, I think it was. I don't remember exactly. That's nice. But are you having fun now? Absolutely. If you could describe yourself in three words, what would they be and why? So if I could describe myself in three words, what would they be and why? Hmm, that's a pretty good question. Um, I think my um, my answer really would be only two words. And that is a proud Jew. Maybe that's three words. A proud <laughs> Jew. There you go. Um, because that really is what it's all about and what I'm all yeah. about. Um, and that's my day-to-day existence is being a proud Jew and trying to make the world a better place through being a rabbi. That's nice. And you made it three words with one word, <laughs> basically. 
This has been Ha Kids, Four Kids, Ba Kids. My name is Michelle Fan and I'm 10 years old. Thank you to my guest, Rabbi Pink, for coming on Ha Kids. And thank you to my producer, Senna, and DJ Flo for pushing the big red buttons. Join us tomorrow for another Ha Kids show, only on 101.9 Ha FM. Goodbye, kids.